weight loss journeys can be hard. <laughs> for lack of better terms. I mean, they, they're a struggle, right? I mean, if you are not experiencing it yourself, you know somebody who has, friend, family, whatever. You know people who have struggled with their weight and weight loss journeys. Our next guest, Brie Healthy, has the most amazing outlook and the most, I want to say, helpful and realistic uh, views when it comes to losing weight. I mean, she talks about her journey in itself. She was over 300 pounds at one point and has lost a good chunk of amount of that weight and has taken that journey of hers and turned it into a full-on career to help other people along their journey as well. She has been featured on NBC, The Today Show, Cosmo Girl. She's been on in People Magazine. I mean, this girl has been all over the place. We talk about her journey, how she did it, and gave some tips uh, that are actually going to surprise some people, I think, because it's not your traditional type of weight loss type of interview and journey. So take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I'm Heather and I am so excited to be talking with Brie. Now, she is the founder of BrieHealthy.com. All right. She's been featured on the Today Show, NBC, Women's Health, um, People. Like she's been doing all the things. Okay. She is an expert when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition. And she's here to kind of talk to us about her weight loss journey because I think it's very different uh, than a lot of other people's. And I think you're very real about it. But before we dive into this whole thing, Brie, introduce yourself. Tell us what's going on in your world. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am just so grateful to be able to talk about this because to be honest, there was a while that I didn't talk about my weight loss journey because of things that, you know, judgments from society, then we can get into that. So that's just Ooh, the starting girl. <laughs> we, open the, we open the can of worms already. We haven't even started. We're like 30 seconds into this. <laughs> Straight open. And so, you know, I am just so grateful to be here. And for, for a real, like my weight loss journey really changed my entire life. And the biggest part of it for me was the self-love aspect. And so that is just the most important thing that carried me through every part of it. So I'm really excited to share more about that and how it led me to create Brie Healthy and to create my dreams. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So super inspiring in itself. Now, um, we were talking a little bit offline and I think it's very hard to take weight loss advice and tips from people who have either never been overweight or have never had the struggle. So I know that you have dealt with the struggle yourself. So let's talk a little bit about that. Totally. So my weight loss journey started back in 2012 and I achieved my first main round, the big part of it in 2013. So it was pretty quick, actually. I was overweight my entire life and I was always such a happy girl. I really never let it bother me because I had friends and I just loved me. I loved being me. And, you know, I was the funny big girl, you know, a lot of big girls take that on and that was me. And, you know, I got to keep my sense of humor after the weight loss. So that was fun. <laughs> but, but for me, it was a moment that I stepped on a scale when I was a sophomore in college. I was just came back to school from winter break. Something I consider a divine intervention told me step on a scale. And I saw that I was 306 pounds and I was 19 years old, 
five foot two. And so at that moment, it was just a moment of love for myself. It was a moment of, okay, I need to do something about this. I want to live a long and healthy life. And so at that moment, I was like, okay, let's do it. And it was fun. It was light. It was uplifting. And I think that for a lot of people at that moment, when you see that number, a lot of the times it's oh, just, and I've been there too after. Yeah. So deflating. Yeah. It's because, you know, especially for me, having always been overweight back then, it was easier for me to come to terms with it, but having later gained weight and then seeing it, I felt like a failure at that moment. So I was just really grateful in the beginning to feel so just in love with myself and like, okay, let's do it. So I researched healthy foods I could eat at my college's dining hall. And I started using my fitness pal, the app, which was so instrumental in everything. And they actually oh, wow. have some really fun features on me. <laughs> so, that's been amazing. And, you know, after a little under two years of healthy eating, it was really about calorie counting for me. And then after four months, 50 pounds just flew off. And then I started to teach myself how to exercise and, you know, just through all the challenges, I just kept going. And after a little under two years, I lost 150 pounds. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, okay, so we hit on a lot of different things in that journey itself. Now I know, you know, we can package this up and make it sound real pretty, <laughs> but it was not real pretty. So what were those moments for you? The moments were definitely times when I was hard on myself, real hard on myself when I would eat something that wasn't perfectly healthy in my eyes. And I was very, very strict with myself back then on the discipline side, which it's good to have discipline, but also being able to say it's okay and nurture yourself was something that I had to learn. And so it came a long way. But back then I remember that there were times I would go out to eat and I'd even eat a salad. And if I had dried cranberries or too much dressing afterward, I'd go home and I'd just feel really crappy. And I would just be like, why did I do this? You know, my progress, this and that. But after a while, I realized that it's okay. And, you know, that's the most important part. You've got to live, you've got to eat things. I mean, I lost weight still eating pizza. I would just plug it into my fitness pal. You know, it's really about being kind to yourself and loving. And that's what I really got to learn from the journey. Yeah. And you also said too, like, you know, your whole journey was really about your self-love and, you know, what you were learning. And <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, I'm sure there's listeners out there that either struggle with this issue itself. I mean, or know somebody who does. I mean, I feel like it's it's at the forefront of a lot of, you know, meals with a lot of people, right? You know, you're constantly thinking about it um, or you know somebody who's constantly thinking about it. So how did that self-love kind of maybe help mitigate this punishment that you would put on yourself? Well, I love that you said that, especially about when you think about it before a meal, because that's the thing about eating. You got to do it. It's like it's a choice that happens multiple times throughout a day that you really have to be present with yourself or you get to be present with yourself in it. You know, it's really the perspective shift is everything in it, but it's really something that's not so easy to just, you know, be perfect at because, first of all, our society here in America it is often very challenging to find something that is fully healthy in a takeout style meal, even at a restaurant. So, I mean, you're in LA, there's a lot more out there. In New York, there's more, there's some, but for me, I still find it challenging to find something that I'm like, hmm, the oils in this are super healthy too and everything. And so, 
you know, for me, it's really when it comes down to making those decisions now where I'm at, I mean, I've, it's been 10 years, almost 10 years since the completion, but more than 10 years since I started. And so there's been so much growth and learning and different ways of eating and different ways of fitness throughout the whole thing. And I'm just very in flow with what's best for me, especially now. And so where I'm at now, it's really a mindful choice to want to feel good from the foods I eat. And that has changed everything for me because during the pandemic, I gained some weight. I was supporting my local restaurant. Everybody, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the bakeries, they needed me to support by eating all their money. I was doing them a favor. I was helping them out. That's what I told myself. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I support small business, you know, but (laughs) I was using that as an excuse (laughs) to, to just eat so many takeout meals. And, you know, I really was enjoying it because I've noticed also if I deprive myself too much, then I go for it and I go for it hard. So it's really about balance. And so what I'm finding now is that eating as naturally as possible feels really great for me, eating lots of raw fruits and veggies as much as I can, because those give me energy and I get so many nutrients and I just feel aliveness from it. And, you know, whole grain breads, definitely still eat carbs, love carbs always. And I'll still eat treats. Like there'll be a day when I go and get some pizza and maybe I'll eat three slices or more. And, but I make sure that it feels good in my body and I'm paying attention to how I feel. And if I'm feeling like I'm getting full now I stop. And so this has taken me a long, long time to get to, but I just want to share this because anything is possible. Like, yes, you can get here too, if I could do it. (laughs) Yeah. How long did that actually take you? Because actually it really just sounds like you're becoming a little bit more self-aware. Yes, everything. That's everything. And so that actually happened during the pandemic too. I really started turning inward and, you know, spiritually growing within myself and really just learning more about myself and being present because Mm -hmm. so often, especially New York city girl out here before the pandemic, rushing around, doing everything, never really stopping to check in with yourself and just going and going and going. And a lot of people are still doing that to this day and that's okay, but it's really about being able to take those pauses and check in with yourself and just be with yourself. Because a lot of the time we are running ourselves down just without even noticing because we're so focused on stuff that's outside of us. Instead guilty, of- guilty right here. I'm raising my hands, guilty as charged. I, that is me or that was me. I'm trying. And I think the pandemic did, helped us in that way to just slow down. Definitely. And that's the thing that is that it's okay. No matter where you're at, you're exactly where you need to be and you're learning. And that's the thing. We always can get so hard on ourselves. Like I'm not there yet. I'm not where I want to be, but that's what this life is about. We're always going to keep learning because there's no finish line ever. (laughs) (laughs) There is no destination. That's what I keep telling myself and keep telling everybody else as well. Uh, It's all a journey. It's all a process. There's no destination. Once you get to a destination, there's other destinations in which you got to go to. So (laughs) it just keeps stacking. Um, (laughs) So I kind of wanted to talk about like everybody's weight loss journey is a little bit different and there's tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff that work differently for other people. How did you end up finding what worked for you? That's a great question. So many different things have worked for me too. So it's really In the beginning, it was just trial and error. I would say for anybody who's trying to start, really just play with different types of eating. Play with, I mean, definitely natural eating is the best thing in my opinion. The more you eat close to the earth, the more nutrients you're putting in your body, foods that digest well and actually boost your mood because so many healthy foods boost our mood. And it's really about just 
finding what works for you because no one thing works for everyone. That's why I will never live by a diet plan. I will never, you know, say that any one way is the right way, because to be honest, when it comes to weight loss, the real science of it is calories in versus calories out. So no matter how you do it, whether it's keto or paleo or anything, any way you eat, it's really all comes down to how much you're consuming versus how much energy you're expending. And that doesn't mean you have to outwork all of your the food calories that you consume because our body naturally also burns a lot of calories just to function but it's really about finding what feels good really always if something's not feeling good don't do it in anything in life but especially with food because that's a choice you got to make multiple times a day you want that to feel good and to make you feel like you're thriving because that's the best way to live (laughs) oh my gosh right i know i always feel I do. I feel for, um, you know, I have family members, I have friends who, who, who deal with this. And I do feel for them because it's like, gosh, when you're at a table or you're at a party and it's like, people are drinking or people are eating. And it's just like, you know, you know, they want to partake, but they're over here just like suffering in silence. And I'm just like, Oh no. And that's the thing. We got to let ourselves live too, because it's not worth ever feeling like we're missing out in this world. We get this beautiful opportunity to live life on this planet with all these delicious foods that are out there. If you want to eat the thing, please eat the thing, you know, do it mindfully, be present with it. Enjoy every bite. That's something that's so important to me because I even realized recently that when I would eat those things like pizza and treats that sometimes I wouldn't even be present with it. And then you miss the whole experience And then you just kind of are wanting more. But when we can actually like eliminate all distractions, just sit there, look at this beautiful slice of pizza, eat a bite and be like, "Mm, this is so good. And like, then you're really getting the full experience. It might sound a little crazy, but it really helps you to really be fully present. That's what presence is, is really enjoying using your senses to actually enjoy every single moment. And so enjoy the food at the party, please. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. Girl, you just described my first sip of coffee every morning. <laughs> yes, me too. And that's a choice. That's an active choice for me. And it really helps you to start the day when you can appreciate those things like that. Oh, there is nothing better than that first sip. And you're just like, Ah. <laughs> life is good. <laughs> You're like, all right, I can do this. I can do this thing called life. Um, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about, um, you kind of mentioned in the beginning of this interview that the stigmatism and maybe, you know, the negative uh, comments and ideas and, and things that you face yourself when it comes to revealing your weight loss journey and how hard that was for you. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Definitely. So this one is something very, you know, close to my heart, very, um, very personal, but I'm definitely open to sharing it with you. So, you know, I started Brie Healthy because I wanted, after I achieved my weight loss accomplishments, I was like, okay, you know what? Now I want to help the world. I want to shine my light. I want to show people that if I could do it, you can do it too. And I want to just, you know, give tips and, and have my own talk show. That's my dream. And I'm yes. <laughs> And you on your way. Look at all these like accolades. You have all these shows and stuff like that. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And so, you know, I started by just setting up a camera and a tripod and like just tabletop dinky camcorder and just got in front of a camera. I was like, hi, and welcome to Brie Healthy. And, you know, really just worked myself up from there to be where I am now. And so along the journey, I was talking all about weight loss. Everything I was talking about was weight loss. And then at a certain point, so I 
love the body positivity movement so much because it has allowed so many bodies to be accepted. It has allowed me to be able to wear clothing that I feel comfortable in that I would not have worn before. And it just allows us to all embrace ourselves. But there was a part that I noticed that there was an anti-weight loss piece in, in a lot of circles of it. And so that, once that started happening, I started to receive some comments from people saying, oh, you shouldn't have lost weight. You were good before and all this stuff. And, you know, for me, my weight loss changed my entire life. It's not about my appearance. It was about my quality of life. And I would not be able to live in New York City had I not, because, you know, going even up and down the subway stairs, for me, that would not have been possible. Taking up a lot of space on the subway, I would not have felt comfortable with that. And that's just the first part of it, you know? And so for me, it was really challenging at that moment because I wanted to share my weight loss. I wanted to shine my light. And I just felt that now in this movement that I believed should be celebrating all bodies, that it started to be a little more anti-weight loss, anti-people who want to do something for their body and to change. But I think positivity when it comes to body positivity should mean every single body is embraced and accepted and that everyone is accepted no matter what decisions they want to make for their life. So I love the body positivity movement so much. And I hope that there's a way that we can all truly be accepted because there's still so much room for people who have bodies like mine, a weight loss, like a post weight loss body. I still have a tummy. I still have, you know, a little extra skin on my arms and I've grown to love it. And I still practice loving it every single day, but there's definitely more space for bodies that are a little bit larger, but also smaller and imperfect somewhere in the, in the middle. We are all beautiful. We're all beautiful. Oh my gosh. No. And that's, I think that that's hard because I know a lot of people, I think it just kind of goes back to your why, you know, your why is, is super important as to why you're losing weight, why you're, you know, changing your diets or, you know, working out more. Your why I think is so important. And if you, I think if you look at your why and you figure out that, oh, I'm just doing it to please other people or to fit into this dress or to, you know what I mean? It's, it's your why will determine, I think, how long you stick to your goal. Everything. That is absolutely everything of it in anything we do, to be honest, because there's something called intrinsic motivation, which is the motivation that comes from within. And when it's external, then that we're not really doing it for ourselves. We're not really going to stick to it. But when it really comes from an internal desire, we can see this in anything we do. When we really have that drive, we're going to do anything to get it. Then that's intrinsic motivation. And so that's what it was for me, to be honest, because I wanted to see what life would be like in a healthier body. My body was beautiful, but I definitely had some health experiences that, you know, I'm some knee issues, sleep apnea, pre-diabetes all these things that, you know, you can look at somebody and not see, but it's, you know, that, that was my reality. And so I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to feel what it was like. I wanted to know that I could do it. And I, I, that's what drove me. I was like, I know I can do this. And to be honest, when I was so overweight and started to make that change, I started to see the results really quickly. Weight started to come off real fast because I'd never eaten healthy before. Oh my, my goodness. Was- what, what, like what an encouragement at the same time, right? You're like, let's just keep going. Definitely. Because that's really what it is. And sometimes you got to look really closely to see the results, but they're there and they might be really small. It might be one pound lost. 
And in that, that's success. You know, we got to celebrate the small wins because those really create the big wins. Because if we don't celebrate those, we might get discouraged and not continue and make it all the way there. But it's really about celebrating everything you do. Even if you woke up and brushed your teeth in the morning, congratulate yourself. Like that's successful. Not everybody gets there. (laughs) (laughs) Some days, sometimes that's all we get. Okay. It's like, I'm just going to take this win and we're going to keep going. (laughs) Exactly. But then you feel better. And for me now, especially where I'm at, when you feel good, you can do anything on a day when you're not feeling so great. It's a little more challenging. Sometimes you got to muster up the strength to do it. But when you start the day with that beautiful sip of coffee and you're like, hmm, this is nice. That's gratitude. That's the practice of gratitude. And when we practice gratitude, we raise our vibration and then we just feel great. And when we feel great, we just do the best. We have our best days and everything is perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, I agree. I think it is a total mindset. Um, I think too, so what did you do personally, or how did you change your mindset when you had those days of feeling down and not feeling like yourself? I mean, cause weight loss journeys are up and down and sideways and all over the place. So how did you change that self-talk or, or what, what did you do to help that? Really, really important question. I'm so glad you asked this because the first time I experienced this was once I had met my my previous partner. Um, we started eating a lot of junk food together. I don't really like to call food junk food, but like it was a lot of <laughs> it was a Not lot of the healthiest food. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. And so it was just fun, you know, happy relationship, all this stuff. And then I ended up putting on 20 pounds. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and I just felt like such a failure. I was like, who am I? I'm pretty healthy, but over here gaining 20 pounds, like, what do you mean? My weight loss is everything. So I thought, and at that moment I started to try to lose weight again. I started using my fitness pal and nothing was happening. The weight was not coming off. And I was just like, I thought back to my, my original journey. And I was like, what did I do differently this first time? And I realized, oh, wait, I loved myself. (laughs) I was being kind to myself. And I swear, as soon as I changed that mindset, the weight started coming off because I was there with myself, you know, not against myself. And that's why I always talk about being on your own team, really being there for yourself, because instead of tearing yourself down, how often do we hear I am my own worst enemy, right? Seriously. Oh, and everything and everything doesn't even have to deal with weight loss or fitness or whatever. Yeah. And then there's like a step up. That's like, you're your own competition, nobody else. But I don't even believe in that. I think we should be our own best friend because that feels the best. You're playing on your own team. You're there for you. What else shall we hear on this earth to do other than really be here for us? And when we're there for us, we don't need all that external stuff that we think we need. And we can then thrive because we realize that everything we feel truly comes from within and we get to choose to be in love with ourselves, And it has changed my life entirely. And so now that is such a huge message for me, because especially as women in this society, things are getting a lot better, which is really great. A lot of more inclusivity in every space on social media. So we are in a good time to be alive. But, you know, when I grew up, it was seeing a lot of, you know, in the 2000s, a lot of, I mean, what you know about those low, low, low rise jeans, right? The ones I was never able to wear. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like 
we've come a long way in that way. So now the more that we can accept ourselves just as we are, that's true power to me. Because when we are feeling like we need to be something for other people, to be loved by other people, to be accepted. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. This is stuff that I work through and gain new levels of mastery in. It's just a practice really. And, but you really got to let go of what anyone else thinks and do what feels good for you. Because at the end of the day, you are living for you and you get to make that choice and it's practice, but it's the most, most beautiful thing you'll ever do for yourself. So did you, other than like you doing this yourself and with the my fitness pal app did you have any other outside help was there a personal trainer was there a nutritionist to help you was there any other guidance that you relied on so that's so funny because i love this part of my story that i really just found my way and so i never had a trainer i never had a nutritionist but what i did pro tip. And I also, I don't work as one, but I have my personal trainer certification. So sending love to my trainer friends out there. But what I did was I would go to the gym and I would know a workout move and I would go to them and ask, Hey, am I doing this properly? Just so I knew I was doing the correct form without having a trainer, without paying a, it's a lot of money sometimes. And really just being able to know that I am doing proper form on my own so that I'm not hurting myself. And so they would always help me. People there, you know, trainers love to help. That's what they're there for. They're passionate about it. And so for me, it was really just knowing that I could always reach out with a question that I needed, but also knowing that I had all the power within me to do it on my own and really just look up stuff online, find fun recipes, teach myself how to cook, you know, teach myself how to do a lot of fitness classes. That was something that was really great because then it's like you're getting personal training, but it's definitely a lot cheaper and a lot more fun, a lot less get on the ground and do. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's, um, I just believe that in self-empowerment and I believe that we all can find our way and that we have all the answers we need within ourselves. So what can people find on Brie Healthy? I kind of feel like you encompass a lot of different things. Totally. So Brie Healthy is really a platform of positive energy. That's really what it's turned into. It's about health love and self-love. And at first it was all about health and fitness, but you know, with the message of self-love that came in and really just mindfulness, mindfulness has become the most important part of my life. And it is just my constant practice every single day that honestly on Brie Healthy, you can just find a place to smile. That's really what it's all about. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I mean it like, that's really what there's so much not so happy stuff out there online. And so in my own life, I like to create my own life to be as happy as possible. And so I like to share only positive things on my platform and you can find talk shows that I self-produce with my amazing team. And we just wrapped our second season. So that's on YouTube. You can check that out on Brie Healthy. And now I'm just really having fun with reels and just kind of showing different parts of my life. And especially there's times that I have self-love days where I'll just be like, okay, today I'm not going to do work other than what I need to do, like absolutely need to. And I'm going to go out in the city and explore and enjoy the weather and just be with myself and do things that I like. And so I've actually done a couple little mini vlogs of some of my self-love days and I'm going to do more of that, but it's really just positive energy, self-empowerment and self-love, because when we have those things, 
everything in life just feels better. I know I've said this, but like, I can't even explain to you how different my quality of life is once I decided to choose joy and positive energy. And it's really like a brain retraining, but it is so powerful for real. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I always love to leave our audience with some action items and and things that maybe they can, you know, do themselves or practice themselves. So when it comes to the weight loss journey itself, we talk so much about self-love and that being such a crucial part of, you know, your journey in itself. What are some tips that you can give people who are either starting, want to start, or in the middle of their weight loss journey uh, to like help practice that self-love that has helped you so much? first and foremost start practicing being with yourself so taking maybe even just five minutes at a time to just be with you so this might be between activities or first thing in the morning or even at night just taking some time to do nothing close your eyes and just be with yourself you can consider this meditation or you can just consider it just being in your own energy because when you're there then you're really in tune with yourself and you can honestly, just all the answers come to you so much easier. So when it comes to making food decisions, take a moment to just close your eyes and take a deep breath. What do I really want to eat right now? What do I feel like eating? Because there's times last night I was going to get ice cream, but my body was telling me that it just wasn't the right day for ice cream. And so I really was kind of going back and forth with it, but I really just tuned in and was like, you know, if it's not a full yes, then it's a no. And I can have it whenever I want it, when I truly want it. So really, really just practice being with yourself and listening to your body because your body will tell you everything. Your body will tell you when foods feel good to you and when they don't feel so good to you. And if they don't feel so good, but you really love it, you can have a little bit. Practice moderation because I don't believe in eliminating anything unless it's something that you're allergic to. <laughs> in which case, yes, do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, my biggest action item is just be with you on this journey because this is a journey of you. This is a journey for you that you are doing with you. So it's really about listening to your body. Don't push yourself too hard in the fitness classes. I so often hear people that say they're going to throw up after a, a workout. You should not be working yourself that hard. So there's, let's switch from the mindset of doing the most and just pushing yourself beyond everything else to a mindset of calm, nurturing, being here for myself and with myself because I want to live a better quality of life. Mm. I love it. Where can people follow you, Brie? Thank you. People can follow me on Instagram at Brie.Healthy, B-R-I.Healthy. And you can follow me on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. It's YouTube, just Brie Healthy, B-R-I. And I'm on there. And yeah, I would love to connect with anybody who has any questions or whether it's about weight loss or self-love and just really just knowing that you can do anything. Anything is possible. And all of us have everything within us. We just need to believe in ourselves enough. Oh, oh my gosh. What a nice little like wrap up moment right there. <laughs> well, Brie, thank you so much for joining us and uh, definitely go and follow her. I love your energy. And I think uh, weight loss journeys and fitness journeys definitely need a little bit more of this type of self-love energy. So you're going to get it from Brie. And until next time, Slay Nation, we will talk later.